Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Upfront. I'm Chloe Morgan. We're back with another special guest this week. We know all about the Lionesses. I wanted to find out more about their first opponents at the World Cup because their story is absolutely incredible. Haiti's women's national team are playing in their first ever World Cup. In fact, it's the country's first senior World Cup appearance at all since 1974, and it means an enormous amount to the squad. But they're not just happy to be there. This is a team with talent. Players like their 19-year-old midfielder, Melty Dormanet, who will be joining Lyon this summer. Dormanet and several important players also featured in the team that qualified for the Under-20 World Cup in 2018. One of those players is Dani Etienne. She plays for the Citadel Bulldogs in the US and in the heart of midfield for Haiti. Despite having a child in December last year, she came back and helped the team to qualification in February. We sat down to talk about the road to that opening World Cup match against England in Sydney and what it means to be on the brink of not just your first Women's World Cup, but your country's as well. All right. Welcome, Danny. Thank you so much for joining us on the pod. Um, I appreciate, obviously, with preparations on the way for the World Cup this summer, you're a very busy person. So I appreciate even more <laughs> so that you've given up your time to, to speak to us today. Um, where, where are you joining us from? Um, where, where are you based at the moment? Yeah, we're, we're actually in Switzerland right now. So it's it's beautiful out here and it's, you know, it's very, very, very good conditions for us to, you know, use to prepare for the World Cup. Oh, amazing. Um, and how are things in the camp at the moment? How's the feeling? What's the general vibe like? Yeah, you know, it's definitely it's definitely fun. Everybody's excited to be here. Um, but I also think that everybody's focused too. We understand, you know, what this whole purpose of us being in camp is for. So we're definitely like, you know, locked in every training session, but we're having a lot of fun before the session starts, after the session starts, even, you know, the banter during the session and drills and stuff. It's It's, it's a great atmosphere right now. And who's your kind of go-to camp buddy? Who's the kind of person that you look forward to seeing the most when, when you go on camps and things? Um, I probably would have to say, like, um, Milan, Pierre Jerome, and, like, um, Melchi, Dayal Dumarnay as well. Like, every time we get together, it's like we haven't missed any time at all. So I definitely think, I remember being on FaceTime three days before before coming and, and speaking with um, Melshi and being like, we're going to see each other soon. So yeah, definitely, definitely those two for sure. Well, not that's not to exclude everyone else on the camp, obviously, but you've yeah, always got like the, the goatee camp buds. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, so in a recent interview, you said um, you and your brother growing up were quite used to doing some mock interviews, which I found absolutely yes. lovely because <laughs> the relationship I have with my brother is completely different. Um, I mean, does that mean that you sort of feel a little bit more prepared for kind of the media, the attention, the spotlight that's going to be on you and the squad for, for this World Cup? Yes, definitely. I think my my father and my mother, they kind of had a vision for their children and they just knew, you know, one day you're going to be in a position where people are going to, you know, have the, the spotlight on you and ask you questions. So, you know, they kind of had that confidence in us. So that meant, all right, now, how do we make sure that you're prepared for those opportunities? And, you know, there's no, no stress behind, you know, doing interviews and stuff. So, yeah, I just remember, you know, my brother would go and he would have, a, I, I would think I'm ready for it, but he would have a completely different set of questions for me and stuff like that. But yeah, I, th- I definitely think that, you know, I appreciate those moments now um now that you know I do a, a lot of interviews and have your family I mean you mentioned a few family members there they've been sort of quite a big part of your your journey to, to getting where you are now 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously my parents are, are big a big part of it. Um, but you know, my, my, my siblings, you know, my brother and my sister both have been very encouraging. You know, I've I've played with and against my brother, you know, growing up. So that's been both a blessing and, you know, very difficult at times. But I think that that's kind of pushed me to be the player that I am right now. Um, and even still, if I need anything, I could text him right now, even though he's, you know, about to play in the Gold Cup tomorrow. Um, I could text him right now and be like, I need advice on this. And he'll be like, okay, what's up? I remember one time I, I, I was asking him about tactical stuff and he was at home in his apartment and he used the the billard balls on his, you know, pool table to kind of give me ideas and stuff. So I definitely think that, you know, I just, I have, I have a, a blessed, a blessed family around me that, you know, are, are willing to always help me when I need it and never hesitate when I ask. I mean, does it ever get any like competitive around the, the sort of dinner table? Sort of, you know, you, you're both playing football at such a high level. Is there any kind of like banter about who's doing best or, or anything like that it's, at all? That's it's how actually, I have a yes, <laughs> yeah, it's actually funny that you say that. Like my, my, I think that's where I get all my competitiveness from is like just being around my brother and my, my father. Um, cause even, even when we play cards, like something as simple as that, like my mom's like, okay, y'all are going to lose. Like, it's just, that's just like the family environment we have is we always want to win. <laughs> um, so it's, it's as simple as cards or as simple as, okay, I'm going to be the first one to get up the steps, literally like the smallest thing. So it definitely takes it there when it comes to soccer. Um, and you know, so like at, at this moment, my, my brother admits that I'm, I'm kind of at the top right now because I'm going to a world cup. But he, you know, he has a lot of trophies, a lot of accomplishments himself that I don't personally have. Um, but, you know, we, we definitely we applaud each other when we do have accomplishments. So right now he's kind of like, yeah, Danny, you got it. And you, you, you can take this one for right now. Um, but he's like, but I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming out here on 2026. So we might be on the same page at that point. Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, yeah. What a lovely relationship that you both have. And obviously, you know, he, he sounds so supportive. Um, we've got a kind of similar pairing in uh, in the WSL at the moment with uh, Lauren and Reese James. They both seem to have each other's backs, go to each other's games, um, support each other on online and social media and stuff. And I just think that's such a, a lovely relationship to have. And yes. I think it always helps kind of having that, that family grounding as well, always. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's going to be a big summer for, for you guys. I mean, what, what does it mean representing your country? I mean, how do you feel about having, you know, the honour of doing that this year? It's, it's huge. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 always it's always a blessing and an honour to, you know, to represent your country, especially, you know, just looking at my grandfather. My grandfather, born in Haiti, came to the States and, you know, did a lot for his family. So, you know, kind of, he just always says how proud he is of us. So, you know, being able to say, like, going to the highest stage, at the World Cup and wearing the, 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 the flag on our chest is like, yeah, it definitely means a lot, you know, because you're not just representing yourself at this point. It's, you know, you're representing your family who's all from there. You're representing the country itself. And, you know, the, the, the people definitely look to us, you know, for that, that source of comfort and, you know, expectation because they're like, wow, like this is the first team to do it. Um, on the women's side and it's just it, it means a lot definitely so we definitely especially me I don't take it for granted at all every time I, I step on the field wearing the jersey I, I, I take advantage of that moment and, and I you know I always thank God because without him I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do it and then you know I, I give honor to my grandfather and my, my father as well because they're the people who paved the way for me to even be able to play for Haiti so it's it's definitely an honor and mm -hmm. I never I never take it for granted. I mean, talking of other, you know, big names and, and big assists in, in helping you guys get where you are, it's your 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 team and best bud, uh, Melchior. I mean, she scored the 98th minute goal that uh, yeah. went in against Chile to secure the qualification. I mean, how did you all feel in that moment? What was the celebration like? I mean, I, I could tell you right now, it was, there was, nobody said any words. It was just, we were screaming, crying, <laughs> laughing, like all of it mixed together. Because at that moment, we, it kind of felt, because, you know, we, this is something a lot of us, you know, we 
we've been playing together. For me personally, I've been playing with the team since I was 14. So, you know, some of mm-hmm. these players I've seen when we were young and we've seen each other grow up and it's like, this is all of our dreams. So, you know, when you're young, you know, obviously you're not saying, yeah, I'm going to a World Cup, but you, that's the goal is to eventually get there. So for us, it was like, wow, like we like we did it, you know, and it, this is, you know, some of us are the same group that were in the U20 World Cup and it was an even greater feeling than that one was. So it was like just being able to to see that the goal go in the back of the net and you can just you could feel like you could feel it just like in your bones almost like just how amazing that moment was and just in that knowing like okay this is this is real now like we we finally achieved the you know the biggest goal in a soccer career for real so um yeah so it was definitely it was a definitely amazing moment and as soon as the whistle blew and the game was over like falling to our knees like just like embracing each other because we we finally you know got to where we wanted to be and and tell me there was a team night out you guys must have gone out and celebrated in some way <laughs> which is funny because we we didn't even leave the the locker room for like 45 minutes because we were just we were <laughs> celebrating in there like it was champagne everywhere and like and literally like dancing we were dancing in a circle around the locker room like it was just pure bliss in that moment like we didn't even leave the field being like we're going to celebrate it now like take advantage of this moment so it was it was before we even left um, the stadium that we, we kind of celebrated it. and then we kind of went home and had a little bit more celebration within the hotel but we didn't go out out necessarily but yeah it was it was enough for us we, we were just happy to be together and experiencing that moment together that's so huge I can't imagine the scenes in the dressing room I mean I would have yeah. loved to have been a fly on the wall watching yes. you all um yeah incredible um but we've got to talk a little bit more about your journey and sort of how you've reached the place where, where you're at I mean you've um you know you had a baby another another massive achievement um in the accolade of things that, that you've achieved um yeah how how were how you feeling in, in that kind of moment and sort of how did that impact your your career and sort of like your ambitions and things it was difficult but it was the being able to qualify for the World up even after that you know it was kind of like a a moment where I kind of took a step back and said like it all my journey was worth it you know what I mean and I even had even more to play for now so for me it was like it the journey to get here may have been as hard as possible like harder than I could have ever imagined but being able to finally get that moment and say we did it though it was like it was crazy and then my son being at the game and he has no idea what's going on he has his headphones on and he's just like looking around like what's happening but just it was like a full circle moment like everything that I worked for and then now plus him it just it all came together but yeah it was it was difficult you know I had I had him in December and um the the qualification games were in February so I had two months and those were the hardest two months of my life and you know at times I like I looked at myself and I was like, I just don't think I can do it. Like, this is too hard. And I had to have conversations with my, my parents and my, my, my siblings and just be like, I don't know if I can do it. And and my parents encouraged me, obviously, because they're like, I know you can, but you have to want it for yourself as well. And if you don't think you can do it, we can only say so much. So it was it was mm-hmm. still, a, I had to dig within myself. And, you know, whenever I, I, I looked at, you know, my son, it was kind of like, I can't, I can't say that I didn't try, you know what I'm saying? So I couldn't be like, you know, I'm just gonna, it's just throwing in the towel because it's hard. You know, that's 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 not a good feeling. And you know, I've never been one to give up and I've never been one to shy away from hard work. That's all me and my brother did growing up playing soccer was you have to work for everything you want. And you know, I wanted to go to a World Cup and I wanted Ezekiel to watch me at a World Cup and be able to say, that's my mom is so cool. She had me and then decided she wanted to go to a World Cup. Like, you know, that, that, that was, so it was very difficult, you know, those two months just constantly working out, 
you know, training two times a day sometimes. And, you know, just even we know when I got back to, to school, it was it was I, I had talked with my coaches like I'm good. Like my doctor has cleared me. I'm fine. So don't don't take it easy on me. Like I'm not I'm not uh, like a puppy. Like I, I'm, I'm here to work and do what I need to do to get myself to a, a certain level. And, you know, they were like, we're fully 100 percent there. We're with you. Um, and yeah, so I, I definitely can, you can ask my, my teammates at Fordham, they were definitely, you know, cheering me on on the sidelines when we were running our fitness tests and, you know, going from the, I just remember the first fitness test I did back, I was, I, I cried because I was like, I'm so far from where I know I need to be. And by the end of the spring, you know, I'm, you know, under 630 mile, like stuff like that, you know, passing with, you know, with, with ease. So it, it was a long journey, but once we got to February, it was like, okay, now let's let's put it on the field. And, you know, being able to get that qualification, it was like, this is amazing. And then it was, and for me, it was still, okay, now you still have more to do because there's still, you know, preparation that mm-hmm. you need and more fitness that you need, more, more you know, experience in gaming. And, you know, so that, that whole journey, it's definitely been tough. And even now, you know, there's still moments where I'm like, wow, like, this is hard, but you know, it's it's just that you know wanting to play at the highest level and wanting to prove to my son um, that you know you can do whatever whatever you want to do. I mean, you're definitely giving it super mum vibes. I can't even imagine <laughs> um, as your son goes older, sort of watching back over sort of clips of you know what you've done, or there might be newspaper yeah. clippings, and if people still do that, that's quite an old yeah. school thing. But um, that'll be amazing to go through like, your career and your history with him because um, yeah, I, I, he's going to be super proud of that too. I mean, yes. um, is there the opportunity for him to come out to uh, Australia with you? Um, yes. Or is that sort of? Um, I appreciate the logistics of that are probably quite a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely difficult. But as soon as we qualified, my parents already were like working on, you know, getting tickets and everything. So they they're my parents are both coming and and Ezekiel will definitely be there. Um, all the team even said he has to come because he's our good luck charm. So it's it wasn't really an option for us. So, yeah, but he'll, he'll definitely be in the stands um, with my parents and he'll get to watch. And now he's a little bit more attentive. So he, you know, he actually like pays attention when he's watching something now. So he'll, he'll, he'll understand a little bit more about like, okay, there's something happening. So yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely going to be a a cool thing for me. Six months old going to his first World Cup to watch his mum compete for her country. I mean, that's big. That is big. (laughs) Yes. Um, So talking a little bit more about sort of how far football has come in, in Haiti, I mean, We've got the the women's championship recently expanded uh, with the inaugural women's gold cup. The women's gold cup, sorry, is next year. Um, yes. How important will it be uh, for you guys to sort of compete regularly on on these big stages? How important is that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's very important because I think that in our in our history, that's been the issue is we'll have a, a strong team. They play in a tournament, and once the tournament is done, they don't play again for another year and a half, two years, and then mm-hmm. you know by that time, it's like players have scattered and. Um, you know, some players, you know, when you're older too, you know, on the senior level, you know, some players decide, okay, I want to start my family. I want to, you know, I want to, you know, just get a normal job since, you know, this is, you know, not really, there's not a consistency within within the, the, the soccer playing for them. So I think that, you know, now it definitely helps because, you know, a lot of players are sitting in Haiti, you know, waiting for a tournament to arise, waiting for, you know, sometime to play. Um, and even just in general, like, you know, we have players in France, we have players in the States and, you know, we are all doing our own thing and wouldn't have as much time. So we, we meet each other two weeks before a tournament and then we won't see each other for another half a year or something like that. So I think that having this type of setup has definitely, is definitely going to, you know, help us specifically. Um, I think in the, in, in general, in the women's game, I think it's important, you know, to, you know, to have these similar, um, tournaments to the men, 
um, you know, it just it just shows you can increase the quality within the, the, the program that you have. And I think for us, definitely going to be helpful because we'll see each other more consistently. We'll, you know, players who may not have been called initially and are in the group now, they have a little bit more time to get acclimated with the team. And I think that it's just it's just going to be more beneficial because I already know the talent that my team has and all the potential that we have. And I just know that being able to be together on a more consistent basis is only going to improve that. So I think that, you know, that was definitely an important important addition to to the women's game and I, I definitely think we're mm-hmm. going to benefit from it and in terms of kind of the future vision uh for, for high tea women's national team I mean what if you could sort of look five ten years in the future what, what would yeah. that look like to, to you um I think it would be you know in my opinion I think it would be similar to how it is now I think you know it would be you know players that are still playing at high levels and coming and making an impact in the international level I think that you know it's a lot it'll be a lot of surprises in terms of you know players that are emerging that you know are in Haiti and, you know, they're the diamonds in the rough. So I think that, you know, that'll just continue. I, I know, you know, some of the young players from the younger teams, the under 20, um, and even the under 17, you know, they're, they're, they're all developing and, you know, there's a lot, you know, in Haiti and, you know, other, other places as well. So I think that, you know, the, just going through the ranks, there's a lot of talent. And I think that that's going to continue um, with the team um, within the next five to 10 years. And, and in my opinion, I also do want to still be here in the next five and 10 years. Um, so, you know, kind of being a part of that, you know, kind of veteran group at that point and just, you know, kind of keeping the same culture that we have of this current team and just keep keep that as, you know, new players filter in um, and, and, you know, join join in with us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So obviously a lot of the team uh, played together since the under 20s World Cup in 2018. Um, what kind of atmosphere is there sort of around the dressing room at the, at the moment? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a very good, a good vibe, especially, you know, you know, those players from the U20, we kind of are just like, you know, we still like it's it's a little different because we haven't been in this place. This is the senior Women's World Cup, but it's still that knowing how much a World Cup just holds in general. Um, so, you know, being there and, and having that experience and we're just, you know, we're proud to say that we were there and now we're, you know, on another history making team. Um, so that's definitely that's definitely important for us. And I think that we kind of use that, too, in the locker room to kind of be encouraging and, you know, to younger players and stuff like that to just be like, hey, like, you know, we're we're not out of the box here. Like this is something that may be new for us, but we're, we're here because we're supposed to be not by by luck or a coincidence. This is this is a place. This is the environment we're supposed to be in now. You know, we're amongst the best in the world because we can be one of the best in the world. So I think that, you know, that's kind of encouragement that, you know, the U20 um, group has kind of brought in. Um, for for the the team, so you know we definitely you know use that in the locker room to just kind of get everybody's you know morale boosted, and you know it, it helps. You know when we go in training, we put everything down, and we're just like we know we know what hard work it takes to prepare for a World Cup. So we just have to we have to do it, buckle down, and you know take the hard stuff and and do what we have to do. So yeah, it definitely it definitely helps in the locker room. 
And um, obviously this team has faced a little bit of controversy over the last couple of years. Um, in 2020, the Haitian uh, Football Federation president, Yves Jean Bart, was banned for life by FIFA after an investigation found that he had sexually harassed and abused female players, including minors. Uh, that ban was then annulled in February. Uh, and the very same month then, obviously, the, the team qualified. Um, and there's now talk about him potentially returning as president. Um, just wanted to get your sort of thoughts and, and feelings on um, sort of how you as a team, I suppose, move past that or what or you know the challenges that 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 particular issue um presented to to you all yeah i mean i think definitely the challenge has been you know kind of taking the shine away from the success that we've had as a team so you know that that can be frustrating at times when you're doing so well you're making such big strides in the football world and then something just you know comes and that that becomes the the source of you know attention um so that definitely was frustrating for us because we we were playing at such a high level um, and for that to be kind of overshadowing what we were doing was, you know, that was that was hard to deal with. But I think for us, it was, OK, how do we play past that? Like, how do we bring it back to the core of what Haiti is and, and what we can do? And I think that, you know, that's 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 a part of why, you know, we were so um, so so serious about qualifying for the World Cup and really, really wanting that, being eager about it, not just to fulfill, fulfill our own dreams, but also to, you know, bring back, you know, that hope and that light towards Haiti. And I think that, you know, in, and just in Haiti in general, there's always, you know, there's, you know, environmental things that happen. There's things within the country, political things that happen that, you know, sometimes get thrown out there and, you know, this is what's going on in Haiti. But, you know, this one time it was like the newsflash was, Haiti women just qualify for the World Cup. So, you know, it was it was a feeling of, you know, we because this that's what we do it for is our nation. So to be able to say we brought a source of happiness and hope and joy to our country in that moment, that's that's what we want to do whenever we step out on the field. So being able to do that meant a lot for us. So I think, you know, amongst the, you know, controversy, it is difficult sometimes. But for us, our goal is to, you know, show the potential, the talent, and all the, you know, the the good things about Haiti, and that's what we did. So I think, you know, that's just what we continue to do, and regardless of what may be said about, you know, situations and circumstances that happen, it's, it's for us, our job is to to make people happy using our feet. So it's, 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 some things are just out of our control. We can't control what society says. We can't control what people do um, or don't do. It's a matter of, you know, what can we control? And that's how our attitude is. That's how our mindset is. And that's how we step out on the field. So that's, that's kind of been our, our focus, you know, in team meetings with the players. It's just, hey guys, like we understand this is going on. We acknowledge things. So, you know, when, when there's issues, we acknowledge issues. And then we say, okay, so how do we rise above it? So we rise above it by saying, we're going to step out on the field and we're going to have a successful victory that's going to show, okay, this is what you saw, but look at Haiti right now. Like, it's so good right now. So I think that, you know, that's that's definitely our goal every time we, we play is to to shine more light on, on the positivity rather than the negativity. It's definitely an issue that we've seen quite a lot over the sort of World Cup coverage. Obviously, France have had their issues with their managers, Canada, Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think the most beautiful thing is that obviously there's been such a lot of activism from players and speaking up against certain things and also mm-hmm. just letting the football do the talking. I mean, it's just an exactly. incredible achievement sort of getting to any team, getting to a World Cup, let alone, you know, playing, excelling, having friends, family uh, watch you and sort of, um, you know, increasing the coverage on a world stage. So 
um, yeah, that's massive. I mean, you're obviously at the forefront, you know, the high team women's national team is obviously at the forefront of everyone's minds uh, in England. Um, yes. You're a team, I suppose, that not a lot of us have really seen or had the opportunity to, to see play too much. So there's that kind of, it's the fear of the unknown, I think, for a few people. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited, but also very nervous. Um, yeah. <laughs> what can we expect to see from that from that game? Um, yeah, I think I think the the safest answer for me to say is I would say just like, <laughs> just expect the unexpected because I feel like for us we were going into this you know not having been ever or ever been in a world cup so for us it's like we we're just here to you know give everything that we can because we have nothing to lose you know what I'm saying so there's mm-hmm. no you know no one is expecting us to win or no one's expecting you know certain things for it to happen you know and that's you know that's that's understandable we're playing against you know best teams in the world you know you have England who's a powerhouse you have Denmark who's also a powerhouse you have China who's an Asian powerhouse so it's like there's you know I understand the group that we're in is very tough and I think for us it's like we put everything out on the field whenever we whenever we play and we we never we always respect teams we respect you know the legacy that their team has and we respect you know the the stage that they've been at consistently so for us, it's it's not it's it's never you know we we look at a team and we're like oh we're gonna beat them or anything. It's just we do whatever we can, and I think for us it's like we don't have we we're not going into the game fearing anything. It's we mm. know this is England. We know this is a strong team. We know what to expect, and it's just a matter of you guys don't necessarily like you said you might not necessarily understand what to expect from us so I think you know we're just prepared to do whatever we have to do and you know kind of just show that you know we can we can play too we're not just we're not here by accident not a coincidence you know the stars didn't just perfectly align for us this one game it's something that we worked for and that you know we had the talent to 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 back up so I think for us it's just playing with fearlessness and and that's 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 kind of you know the the bare minimum for us is to just play with fairness and you know from there you know just use our talent and the potential that we have and and do what needs to be done and hopefully we can we can have the best best results well, I'm not going to lie, Danny. after hearing that, I feel very nervous about that game. Um, I'm hearing words like fearlessness and expect the unexpected. And yes. Let's go. We deserve yes. to be here. Let's let's crack on. Let's let's yes. give everyone a run for their money. And I um, I feel slightly nervous about things because um, you just don't know what's going to happen in a World Cup. Like you just yes. you can't you can't ever call it. You might have on paper a team that you think is going to, you know, run away with a certain game or whatever it is. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, we've seen upset after upset. So anything exactly. can happen and that is the beauty of the competition yeah yes. you always want a bit of drama a bit of spice so um exactly looking forward to that game I mean do you want a personal level are there any particular players that you're looking forward to you know really coming up against at all in the England squad and otherwise I mean I I don't think I can pick one I think that you know just just playing against England itself is just it's it's an honor and you know every time you step out on the field like I said you you take you take you don't take it for granted because you're like wow like you know I have another chance to play and I think especially for me you know having you know been pregnant and not being able to play for you know nearly a year um, I definitely am like even more so than I was before of like I take advantage of every time I step out on the field and especially the position that you're in so when you get to play against the best in the world it's like it doesn't matter who it is, what player it is. It's for me, it's just being able to say, yeah, I played against England or, you know, I was in the same group as England, you know, just things of that nature is just, you know, it means a lot just as a footballer, but then also, you know, personally, just knowing, you know, the journey that you you had to get there and things of that nature. So I think that, yeah, I I couldn't tell you one person in particular, I would just have to say, I'm I'm excited to be against the whole team and, and hopefully to, to surprise the whole team as well. Mm, I'm, again, more nervous is creeping in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and finally, Danny, I won't keep you too much longer. I appreciate you've got to get back out in that field. You've got to do all your training sessions so that you can give us a run for our money for an exciting yes. matchup uh, in a few weeks' time, really, now. It's yes, crazy how quickly exactly. that's come around. I know. But what kind of, um, you know, you are a role, you're a massive role model to the girls and the women out mm-hmm. in, in Haiti. And, um, you know, what kind of message do you think it sends to have the team out there? You know, will everyone at back at home be watching it? And sort of, you know, is it sort of, it, do you feel like it's going to galvanise support around, you know, having something to look, really look forward to this summer? Yes, 100%. I think that, you know, um, a lot of the times whenever we play, there's so many people who are, you know, supporting us. And they, they always say, you know, they're they're under Haiti Tempo on Instagram. And they're like, hey, like, what time is the game and all that stuff. So I think that there there's no doubt in my mind that they're going to be watching from wherever they are. And, you know, whether it's 2 a.m. or whatever time in their time zone, it just I know that there would be a lot of fans, you know, supporting us and encouraging us as they have been. Um, even before qualifying. So I think that, you know, being on this stage is definitely going to even increase that, you know, especially too, you know, we have the men playing in the Gold Cup starting tomorrow. So that'll be, you know, closing up right before we start. So I think that it's definitely a lot of exciting, you know, games for for Haiti in general. And then, you know, so going from the the Gold Cup to the World Cup would be amazing. So I, I definitely know you know, from my, my own, you know, conversations with people that, you know, they're supporting us and they're, they're ready to, to watch Haiti have success. So they're, they're definitely, they're definitely behind us. Well, um, you've definitely got our support. We appreciate you so much coming on to Upfront. Um, thank you so much for, for taking up um, your time to, to do that and uh, wishing you the absolute best of luck in, in the tournament. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Upfront. If you missed it on Tuesday, Rachel did a cracking episode with former Matilda star Alicia Ferguson, all about the build-up to the big kickoff and what fans Dan under. Dan Under are expecting from Kurt, Catley and Co. Remember to hit subscribe in your podcast app to never miss an episode throughout the World Cup. We'll be back with a pod reacting to England's friendly against Portugal, their final game before the tournament starts. See you next week. Upfront is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.